getting your thoughts down on paper is the clearest way and the quickest way to see through your own bullshit and stop believing the things that you're telling yourself. Journaling is an essential tool for learning to observe your thinking, observe your thoughts, even observe your physical sensations and your behaviors, and then cut free from our self-imposed shackles that we put ourselves under. Welcome to The Freedom Project, a podcast for those who crave adventure with every fiber of their body. I'm on a mission to bring you absolute freedom. Yes, freedom to do what you want, when you want to, but also freedom from your own limitations. In this podcast, I'm going to be exploring what it takes to live a life full of adventure and freedom. I'll be interviewing adventurers, explorers and business owners who have set their life up to have an abundance of choice. And I'm also going to give you the high performance tips and tricks I teach my adventurepreneur clients to have the kind of life they want and be the type of person they wish they were. So if you're not already, subscribe to the show and settle in for another episode of The Freedom Project. There are six killer tools my clients frequently use to help them perform at the highest level possible. And today, I'm going to tell you precisely what those tools are. You see, performance coaching is like all too often completely theoretical and up in the clouds. When you listen to sometimes podcasts like mine, but also you read books about it or you hear other podcasts, you get a lot of good ideas about how to live your life, but not enough how to. There's no instructions with it. But from my time coaching, I know that it's the actual repetition of action that creates change, just like when you're physically training your body, it takes the sets and the reps. And most people never get to this stage of action. So today, I'm going to show you a few ways that you can begin getting the reps in now and actually start living that adventurous and free life that you're seeking. What's more, this podcast is completely free from sponsorship so that you know I'm not just selling my soul and giving you whatever I'm being paid to say. These are genuinely things that I use for myself and genuinely the tools that I give to my clients and share with my clients to help them perform at the highest level possible. Although, as you'll see, there's a few of these that I'd love a sponsorship from. So if you're listening, future coming companies, then you can uh, you can get in touch with me. So we're going to cover the absolute best meditation app that money can buy, and it may actually be free to you, the most overlooked tool you already have but never use properly, a way to supercharge your sleep and build your capacity for resilience, a three-minute tool that tells you the most important things to focus on in your life, how to track your physiological data with ease, and a concrete way to track your habits and performance. So, number one. I've tried every meditation app out there. Like genuinely, I think I've been through all of the major ones and quite a lot of the minor ones, but I only recommend one to the clients that I work with and I actually gift it to quite a few of them too because I want to ensure they use it. My clients are typically keen on the idea of meditating, but they found it uncomfortable before. They don't have the other elements of a mindset or high performance program that kind of you need to keep it topped up. And there's so many choices that it becomes overwhelming. They're also very unkeen on the spiritual nonsense that often gets wrapped up in this. And I would describe myself as um, 
inclined to think in a spiritual way sometimes, but I don't want the bullshit side of it. So they want something that teaches them and I want something that teaches me how to be more present and more focused. We all essentially want to learn how to manage our emotional state and get clarity on it and start being a bit more, um, having a bit more forethought about things rather than being so reactive. So we want to do all this without the fluff. And the only app that does that is Waking Up by Sam Harris. And there's also a ton of extra value within the app that I'm not going to share here. You're not just getting a meditation app with this. There's a ton of other stuff, like I said. It is on the more expensive side of the meditation apps. I think you have to pay for a year up front. But if you can't afford it, you just email them and they give it to you for free. There's a link on my website to this. But I think it's just met, uh, wakingup.app. I think there's the link. I can actually, I'm going to click this at exactly the same time. Wakingupapp.com. There you go. So that's there. And that genuinely is the app that I come back to time and time and time again for meditation because it's simple and it's free from fluff, and it's taught me meditation in a way that I haven't found anywhere else and has immediately applied in a very, very useful way to my real life. So that's tool number one, Waking Up by Sam Harris. Tool number two, let's start this by saying a messy mind creates messy results, and nothing beats this tool for clarity of mind. And it's a simple journal and pen. Now, you may be about to put down the podcast app that you're using and take your headphones off because I've heard this all before. But let me reiterate, getting your thoughts down on paper is the clearest way and the quickest way to see through your own bullshit and stop believing the things that you're telling yourself. Journaling is an essential tool for learning to observe your thinking, observe your thoughts, even observe your physical sensations and your behaviors, and then cut free from our self-imposed shackles that we put ourselves under. Writing about what you're struggling with opens up possibilities to deal with it and also gains perspective on it. There's a reason that Marcus Aurelius, at the time the most powerful man in the world, kept a diary that then became meditations because it helped him think clearly and remind himself of the things that he was supposed to be doing on an ongoing basis. You can also decode any limiting patterns, limiting beliefs that you have through jotting down your thoughts and emotions and learning to see them, like seeing the patterns that come up and thinking, is this 100% true? And your clarity of communication is going to improve by writing consistently and writing clearly. It's going to help you communicate with your spouse. It's going to help you even communicate with yourself. And if you have a team, it's essential. My favorite notepad now is, I think it's made, it's C-I-A-K. It's either C-I-A-K or C-I-A-K. And I use a cross fountain pen with that. And the reason I've got a fancy one is because basically having nice tools makes the process way more enjoyable. And I'm more likely to to do it consistently because journaling is one of those things that maybe you let slide occasionally, but the more I do it, the better I operate. It's the same with my clients too. And sometimes they, just for ease, they type things out on a Google Doc and upload it to me. But in this case, I recommend a journal and a nice pen. So that's tool number two, journaling. Tool number three, we're going to start this with the idea that a lack of resilience is going to cripple your ability to thrive under pressure and in difficult scenarios resilience is basically your 
your body's ability to bounce back from stress because your body interprets stress physiologically mainly. That's like through your body, not your mind. It does this by turning on your fight or flight mode of your system. This is your sympathetic nervous system that you may have heard. And you can only build your capacity to deal with that stress that we're talking about if you get out of that sympathetic state, out of that fight or flight mode. But most of us spend all day in this high demand, high stress state, which is we're working hard, we're firefighting, we go and train, we have difficult conversations, and that all demands stress. Yet to recover, you need to recuperate and you need to rest. And that is done through your parasympathetic nervous system, your rest and digest, it's also known as. You get into the state when you sleep, hopefully, mostly. But if you're doing anything difficult and essentially worthwhile in your life, you need more than this baseline that sleep provides. And to do that, I use something called non-sleep deep rest. And that's something I also give to my clients too, a non-sleep deep rest practice. It's also known as yoga nidra, but sometimes we don't call it yoga nidra because it comes with like connotations with it. Yoga nidra, it basically means yoga sleep. It's a very short 10 minute or so practice where you learn to down-regulate your nervous system. There's a ton available on YouTube and on the internet generally, but I recommend just finding something that is basically the, you enjoy the voice of the person taking you through the video, because if you have to sit through 10 minutes of this guided relaxation, you can't stand the person's voice, then it's less relaxing. This is a game changer for nervous system regulation as a whole. It's a game changer for performing at a better level. And it's a game changer for building your resilience and mental toughness because you need to practice. Just like Jill Miller said on my podcast months and months ago, I'm guessing you're very good at going from zero to 100. But what counts is your ability to go from 100 to zero again. You need to be able to do the the best of those. The video I actually recommend to everyone to start with is one from Andrew Huberman. And if you search Andrew Huberman, Huberman is H-U-B-E-R-M-A-N and N-S-D-R, you'll come up with a, I think it's like a sponsored video that you did with with a company called Virtue San, maybe. Um, Anyway, that's there. It's ready to go. I recommend using that three to four times a week. Just a quick favour to ask, if you love the show and you think it may help someone else in the world, then head to wherever you listen to The Freedom Project and leave a five-star review and maybe even share it with some friends. It really does help me and it helps the show too. I can continue to get fantastic guests on the show, it reaches more people and it makes me feel great too. So I would be enormously grateful if you could leave a five-star review and share any episodes of the podcast that you love. So that's tool number three non-sleep deep rest on to the next one your body is your absolute priority in high performance and the following tool allows me to optimize clients bodies so they thrive and they actually perform at their best and on the first day of working with a client i give them access to the following spreadsheet that tracks all the vital elements of their nervous system regulation. And this allows me to spot trends in the practices they have and see what's working and see what isn't working. Without this ability to spot trends and to analyze patterns, you'll certainly miss what's working in your high performance strategies 
and what isn't working. If you want to build a tracker yourself, the, I'm going to talk you through each of the pieces in there. I'm not going to um, give you an explanation, but I'm going to list them out in a second. If you want a copy, though, you can ping me a message on Instagram. And honestly, if I have time and I actually see your message, because sometimes I go into requests and get hidden, I'll drop you a copy of it that you can make yourself. So here's the things that I'm tracking. Obviously, the date first. HRV, heart rate variability, sleep hours and quantity, the first time that someone experiences natural light, um, the minutes of physical activity they get, daily steps, their total water intake, their caffeine intake, alcohol intake, medication, supplements, drugs, um, GI disturbance, because there's a huge link between the state of your gastrointestinal system and your performance and your nervous system. The screen time they have, I give them an arousal meter. So this is basically a, a one to seven rating of how stressed you feel that day, how aroused you feel, not that type. Um, and then the regulation tools they use. So if they used anything like meditation or breathing or went out for a walk or unplugged, and then a simple kind of what, what did you feel that day? What were your emotions going through? And I have it all set up so I can see the averages over time and I can see what they're improving and I can see a week by week measure. Two. Um, so like I said, if you want a copy of that, try and drop me a message on Instagram and I will hopefully see your message and reply to it. So that is number, what's that? Number four. Number five. This one is linked very heavily to the last one. And without a way to track your body's state easily and simply, you're going to be missing out on so much of your performance improvements. It's difficult to track a lot of those things that I just mentioned if you don't have this tool now. I found the body starts showing signs of improvement, so your nervous system essentially, before the mind does when it comes to high performance. Like physiologically, the change shows before it does psychologically. It's also just way easier to track quantifiably. Like I can track your heart rate variability. I can track your sleep, but your subjective experience, well, your perspective on that shifts over time. So to get a head start on this and to see any physiological patterns, I ensure that all my clients have a wearable piece of tech that records their most vital metrics, sleep quantity, sleep quality, and heart rate variability. Those are the two, and those are the two to track consistently. You'll notice they're the first two things that I track on that um, spreadsheet that I mentioned there. Most of the wearables you get are pretty inaccurate. Okay, If you went to a lab and tested yourself on HRV compared to your watch, you'd get very different reasons, but, or sorry, readings. But what they do allow you to do is spot trends and spot patterns, which is actually the important piece. It doesn't matter if my heart rate is consistent, my heart rate variability is consistently around 70 or around 83 or 85 or 127. What matters is my ability to spot the trends. Is it increasing or decreasing? What flatlines it? What improves it? In order of preference, my top three wearable tools and wearable tech tools are Garmin watches. I've got the Garmin Phoenix 6. Um, I think it's the Solar Pro. That's the heavy hint. That's the potential sponsorship option. Um, Whoop straps, also very good. Um, and Apple watches also work pretty well, although you have to charge them. The battery doesn't last as long. So Garmin watches and Whoop straps are the one really, although Apple watches, lots, you have them anyway. So that is tool number five, some form of wearable tech. And then finally, all this matters, sweet fuck all, if 
It doesn't actually affect the things that you're doing during the day that move you towards the life that you actually want, the build, the business that you actually want, building the lifestyle that you actually want, the freedom that you want, uh, the adventurous lifestyle you want. All of that is done and achieved by the actions and the inputs you create. So this final one comes with a quote that describes this perfectly from Charlie Munger. What gets measured gets managed. The first step or one of the first steps after a testing phase that I take my entrepreneurs and business owners through is to identify their most important tasks to allow them to move toward their life that they want. For example, mine include recording this podcast, writing the blog and other. These are the two key parts, high leverage and high compounding tasks. So things that reach more people. Um, or that have a greater effect compared to your effort and things that build their effect over time the more you do them. So the example comes from investing. Uh, obviously, when you invest X pounds and then you get a percentage increase in interest and then you start earning interest upon that interest, that's compounding interest. But you have compounding tasks in your life too. So if I frequently show up as a shitty husband to my wife, then that is a compounding effect in a negative way. But if I do it in a positive way, that's a compounding effect in a positive way. And that builds and builds and builds and builds and builds. And you can't just do it once to succeed. You have to do it repeatedly. You need a way and my clients need a way to actually track if these are happening though. And also if your high performance tasks are actually having the right impact on your real world success. So obviously it doesn't matter if you feel great, if your business relationships and health all fall to shit. So what I do is I identify the essential tasks in my clients' lives and track how consistently they're happening. Actually, they do it because they obviously know how consistently it's happening. And I refer to it. I built this super fancy habit tracker. And again, if you message me on Instagram, you um, yeah, you can have a copy if I see your message. Um, and I try and get very precise with the amount of things. The, the less, the fewer things you track, the better, essentially. And I've got this little fancy number. You, if you go into my blog, you can see a screenshot of it. So that's um, either mindsetrx.com or tomfoxley.me, depending on whether my new website's gone live. And you'll be able to see this, track your um, systems. But it's essentially a checkbox list with dates and with the tasks that I have to complete and a little kind of progress bar as well. So if you're seeking more freedom and you want to use some tools to actually create that freedom, consider doing these six things. Firstly, use a meditation app like Waking Up. Waking Up is the best one if you want to be more present and get a better perspective on your thoughts. Secondly, record your thoughts in a journal. Very simple. Third, downregulate with non-sleep deep rest. Fourth, track your body's patterns. Five, buy yourself some wearable tech to help you do that. And six, create a habit tracker that allows you to track your inputs and your outcomes too.